Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So I'm coming in with this message, um, and it's about narcissism. And uh, let me take off my glasses. Got to give my eyes a break. So, um, I was talking with someone and she was telling me about her issues that she's having with her son's father. And I literally had to explain to her that you have to learn. Okay, so most people... For those of you who are unaware, and maybe this is your first time listening to my podcast, I speak highly about narcissism. I was in a very unhealthy and toxic situation with a narcissist for over 20 plus years, have two children, I have different family members and friends and people who um, I have dealt with uh, throughout my life who suffers from narcissism or have narcissistic tendencies because there's a difference, right? Okay. So a lot of people are literally unaware of narcissism and they may think that the person is either bipolar or may have anger management issues, short-tempered, very uh, cutthroat and, and hostile and things like that. But When you really understand um, narcissists, their primary emotion is anger. So anytime that you try to speak to them and you try to resolve an issue, you're going to be met with some type of resistance. If you bring up something and you try to hold them accountable to something, they're always going to try to turn it around, twist your words around, make it about you. And they refuse to be held accountable for any wrongdoing. Anything that you say to them, they will literally think it's like a personal attack on them, their character, and things like that. And so most people, when they encounter a narcissist, they, when they encounter a narcissist in this way, they would kind of, if you're not an argumentative person... It, it would catch you off guard because, again, you are not trying to argue. You're trying to resolve an issue, a matter, or you're trying to communicate to the person uh, the issue or the concern that you're having. But the narcissist, because of the way their brain is wired, they cannot communicate in a healthy way. So their first emotion is anger. They're going to be argumentative, dismissive, passive aggressive, and depending upon what the issue is or, you know, how you approach the person or how, you know, your relationship with them, you may even see the narcissistic rage, which is the absolute worst. And in order for you to destabilize a narcissist, you have to learn. You, and this is not easy for a lot of people for several reasons. But you have to learn to not react. 
Trust me, it sounds easy, but it is not. You cannot react. You can't, meaning, you can't argue with them. You can't go back and forth with them. You literally have to stonewall them or give them the silent treatment. So stonewall is where you just keep the conversation to a minimum. You say what you say and you have to walk away. Silent treatment is literally that, the silent treatment. No contact, uh, you, you just flat out ignore them and they hate that. Narcissists hate when you ignore them or when you stonewall them. However, they do these things to you. They do it well and they do it on purpose. And they do it to you to condition you to leave them alone. So narcissists can dish out and give and treat people in the worst way, in the most cruel way. And they would say some of the harshest things to literally cut you to your core. When I say they will say the most craziest things to you, the most gut-wrenching, the most painful things to you to break you down, to destabilize you. But if you do that to them, they can't handle it. That causes a narcissistic injury. So you have to learn to not react. You say what you say, you stand firm on it, and you keep it moving. Because understand something, the narcissist knows that they're wrong. The narcissist knows what they did was wrong. They know what they said was absolutely wrong. And they don't care. Their goal is not to win the argument. Because they know that they can't win the argument because they know that they were wrong. They just want to keep you and get you to a point where you're angry and you're sad and you're crying and you're hurt and you're depressed and you're going through all this emotional anguish because that's what they do. They suffer. They suffer with some deep-rooted emotional issues. And so what they do is because they are not capable of handling and processing their emotions They dump it on you. So they will inflict pain on you to avoid feeling that pain and that shame and that hurt. Because you are trying to simply resolve a matter, have a conversation, whatever it is. So I always say, once you really understand narcissism you will know how to destabilize a narcissist by not reacting as painful as it is it's going to hurt because your natural instinct is to react your natural instinct is to want to defend yourself 
your natural instinct is for is for you to speak out and be heard and understood and respected by the narcissist. But you, the person with the common sense, you with the person who has understanding and awareness, the narcissist is not capable. They're not capable. They don't have it in them. And this is why they get angry and they go into a rage. Because they want to instill fear in you. Because if they rage out on you, you won't talk about it. You won't bring it up. You'll leave it alone. You'll just ignore it. You'll turn the blind eye. And you'll leave them and let them be. Because that's what they want. So understand It's about understanding, recognizing the signs, and destabilizing them. And the easiest, but the the hardest and the easiest thing to do is to not react. Because you have to understand they don't care what you say. They don't care about how you feel. They know exactly what they're doing. They know. But they just don't care because it's not about you. It's about them protecting their image, protecting how they feel, protecting that mask and that illusion that this person is really a deranged person. Uh, Narcissists are really deranged. They are literally... um, Functioning lunatics. Functioning, meaning they have the capability of getting up and maybe possibly going to a job and working. And um, not all narcissists are not well off. Some of them do go off and, you know, have good jobs, make good money. But they're usually tyrants. Have you ever worked with somebody who was just a tyrant? And how unpleasant it is to be around them. And you just, every time you hear their voice or you see them coming, you try to turn the other way or you try to avoid them at all costs. And in your mind, you're like, oh my God, if they're like this at work, I could only imagine what they're like in their personal life and at home with their family and their friends and ugh. Trust me, we all have worked with a tyrant. We have all worked with somebody who is like a functioning lunatic. And the sad truth is, most narcissists have some sort of addiction. Whether it's alcohol, drugs, pornography, gambling, sex. They do the craziest shit. And they would do these things... With the premise that they won't be outed. Or people won't know what they're doing. And so they find subtle ways to be a lunatic or a tyrant. So once you become aware, like I said. And once you see the patterns and the behaviors and the signs. And the things that they say. And how they pay attention to the subtle things that they say about other people. 
because they they always drop hints believe it or not narcissists always tell on themselves because they like to talk a lot you know they're very braggadocious grandiose they like to um think of a serial killer and I hate to use uh, it in that terms, but I'm going to change the wording because I don't want this to trigger anybody or to um, offend anybody, right? But if you have watched movies, right, of people who live that type of um, demonic life, they always keep like a memento or something to remind themselves of that person that they inflicted the pain on that's how narcissists are believe it or not they're lunatics um i know it's a personality disorder uh but some of them are literally functioning lunatics and you have to be careful So you have to be mindful of what you say to them because, again, they you would say something to them and they would wait to the most opportune time to get you back. Like they're literally plotting and scheming and thinking of ways to get you back. And in your mind, you think, you know, you don't even know what you have possibly said or done to offend them. Narcissists are very fragile. Their egos are very fragile. They're very emotionally, they're emotionally unstable. They don't have emotional intelligence, so they don't know how to regulate themselves. So they can't differentiate. And so... If you do the slightest thing to them or you say something inadvertently, trust me, they're waiting, they're plotting. And as soon as they have the right opportunity to pounce on you, they will. So, again, you have to understand that destabilizing the narcissist is literally not reacting to their buffoonery. To not feed into it. To not give into it. When they, if, if you have to stand face to face with one and they're having one of those moments where they're going on, just stare off and look at them like they're crazy. Just stare, stare at them. Don't react. Give them that blank stare. Just give them a blank stare. You'll see them shift. You'll see them get confused. They're they're trying to figure you out. They're trying to figure out why you're not reacting. They're trying to to understand why why what they're saying or what they're doing is not um, intimidating you or causing you to cry or have some kind of fear or or break or crumble in front of them. It confuses them. It confuses them because they know exactly what they're doing and they know why they're doing it. So when you treat them how they treat you, they cannot handle it. They 
literally go crazy. And then they would turn around and say that you are abusing them. That you are mentally abusing them. Or they would go and say, like I said, they'll tell people that something wrong with you. How you you probably is, you know, doing witchcraft on them. Or you're doing voodoo or obia or santeria. Like they, I'm telling you. The crazy things that come out of their mouths. The craziest stuff that come out of their mouths. Will have you like gasping for air. Because you can't believe that the person that you are dealing with. Can say the things that they're saying. And acting the way that they're acting. They can't handle the treatment that they give out, they can't handle it. They could they could dish it out, but they can't take it. So the best way, the most safest way that you handle a narcissist is to destabilize them. Don't raise your voice. Don't yell. Don't react. Keep calm. Say what you have to say. Keep it short. Keep it simple. Straight to the point. And walk away. They'll probably chase you. Because they want to keep you, you know, in that toxic uh, argumentative space to go back and forth. But they'll quick to tell you, oh, they're not arguing. They're not arguing. That they just want to understand. They understand. But they just want to keep you stuck there talking because narcissists will talk you into fucking circles. They would talk you into circles so bad that you're literally exhausted. It's crazy to sit and talk to a narcissist. Trust me, I I, I, I was I told you I had um the narcissist, uh his sister was living with me. And it became exhausting, exhausting talking to her. We would sit sometimes. I remember one day we sat and we talked to this girl for like five hours, five hours. And she would give me that blank stare, that stupid look on her face, like that narcissistic stare. She would play dumb. She would act like she didn't understand, but say she understand. Then she would ask the same question in a different way. Then she would turn around and say something dumb and then act like that's not what she said. And then like, I'm telling you, five hours straight, exhausted. I would never do that shit again. And every day, I know that every day was like just more and more. Just, you gotta just like, like just talking in fucking circles. And then if you ask her a question, she says, oh yeah, 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 I understand, I understand. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And then two seconds later, ask you the same question in a different way. And we all looking at her like, is this bitch dumb? Like she can't be that fucking dumb. So it got to a point where I stopped having conversations with her one-on-one. Because understand this. I have a policy in my house, right? 
And I've always been this way because I have daughters and they are all at different stages in their lives. And so my oldest daughter, she's grown. I can't have the same conversation with her that I have with my 11 year old. So if it's, you know, a conversation that's appropriate, yeah, we'll have our girl talk, our group talks and things like that. And then if it's, you know, something that's age appropriate, then we would have age appropriate conversations, right? So we would have one-on-ones and I'm like this, whatever we say in this room is between you and I is confidential and that's where it stays. I'm not one of those parents that be like, oh, well, you know what you sister? No, the only thing I would do is I'll say, listen, I know there's some cer- there's certain things that, you know, I'm your mom and of course I'm going to, you know, be hard on you on certain things. So if you don't feel comfortable with speaking to me, you know, y'all are sisters, y'all have your little group chat, y'all talk and y'all, you know, you give your, you know, your opinion and y'all go from there. And, and I've always been that way. But at the end of the day, I'm still mom. And yeah, I'm going to be hard on you, but it's always going to come from a place of love. And it's not going to come from a place of me trying to tell you anything that's wrong. Because I don't sugarcoat. And a lot of people can't handle people who don't sugarcoat. And so I was dealing with the narcissist, this, this, you know, the sister... And, um, I was no longer with the narcissist. We, I was no longer dealing with the narcissist, not in that situation but the sister begged me because of, you know, she didn't want to be with his side of the family. She didn't quote, she claimed she didn't have anywhere to go, whatever the situation is. She begged me to come and stay with me and to help her. So, okay, cool. I allow her to come and stay at my house, stay at my house. That was the worst fucking mistake ever. I regret it. But it was definitely a lesson learned. And and I'm telling you, it got to a point where I stopped having one-on-one conversations with her. Because, again, I've dealt with many narcissists in my life. So now I'm sitting here dealing with her and I'm seeing all the different signs. I'm seeing all the little things that she's saying, those sneaky things that she's doing, the lying, just cheating. The, the the lying the she was she was well stealing she was stealing um lying the stealing just the little stuff that she was doing the sneaky behavior and there's no reason for that you know with me I'm like my kids will tell you I'm an open book I, there's no reason to if I, one thing I can't stand is a liar because at the end of the day if I'm that kind of person where if you get into a situation and you call me and now I'm out there putting out myself on the line or I'm putting myself in situations and you're lying now that got me and you got me out here looking crazy I'm not doing that if you a liar then stand on it don't get me involved in your petty ass shit and so these are the things that I was dealing with when I was seeing you know just just dealing with her on a daily basis and I'm like nah this girl this girl gotta go like uh, she she can't stay here I said my house is my peace it's my sanctuary I'm in a new space a new environment I work too hard to get to where I am today and I'm not going to allow another person to come into my house my home where I am with my family and cause chaos and confusion I lived that life for too long dealing with her brother it's no way it's no way and so I started to, you know, see the signs and I stopped having one-on-one conversations with her and she got, she didn't like that because now she was no longer able to gaslight 
and 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 manipulate and turn around my words and then she she you know she wasn't able to say things and be like no that's not what I said because now I have witnesses I have people who was listening and you know hearing what she was saying and she didn't like that see when you try to hold the narcissist accountable and you try to you know that shame and you know then she would I'm telling you she would break down crying for two seconds and then she would stop like and then give that narcissistic stare that's the same shit that her brother used to do like I would literally see that man sit there and cry like cry like boohoo cry snot the the, the balling and then two, two seconds later he wiped his face like nothing happened I said these are some lunatics they're lunatics so when I stop reacting and I'm looking at them and I'm staring at them, now they looking at me like, oh, oh, you're not, what, oh, you're not, you're not going to say nothing. Oh, oh, what happened? Uh, um, huh, what, uh, oh, what? now they confused because I'm looking at them like they fucking start looking like a lunatic. Like y'all are crazy because I wasn't reacting. I was not reacting. I was, I stopped going back and forth. I was, okay. Well, let me tell you something. One thing about me, once I say okay, I mean that. Okay. Conversation is over. I already made up in my mind what I'm doing and how I'm moving accordingly with you moving forward after this moment. I already made up in my mind. So when I tell you there's so much power in just not reacting because they don't know what you're thinking. They don't know what's what, what, what's your next move. They don't know what's on your mind and that bothers them. You got to destabilize them. Because understand something, narcissists are very unpredictable and they're they're impulsive. But the thing is, they're so predictable and so unpredictable at the same time. Meaning, you don't know what they're going to do, you just know that they're going to do something. And they're so impulsive and in the minute, in the moment, because they don't think. Because they don't have the capacity to think because everything that they do is operated from a space of anger and hate and, and getting back and just being vindictive and being spiteful. And they're always plotting. They're always when I say they're always plotting, they are some dangerous people to have around you, especially if you live with them. I'm telling you. So. My advice to anybody who's still living with a narcissist or dealing with a narcissist in that capacity, once you start to stonewall them and once you start to ignore them and once you stop reacting, they know that you are on to them. So be on your P's and Q's. Be mindful and pay attention and keep them at a distance because trust me they know that you know who they are and what they are now so they are plotting so this is why you have to learn to not react to destabilize the narcissist because at some point they will fall back a little bit they'll leave you alone you know they they won't you know because they are relentless at times they can be relentless and persistent but you have to be strong enough to let them know hey 
I know what you're doing. It's not going to work. This is what I'm saying. This is what I meant. And I'm standing on it. And end the conversation. Trust me, they heard you the first time. They heard you the second time. They heard you the third, the fourth, the fifth time. Because I'm quite sure you had to give them several indications. And they ignored every last one. They heard you the first time. Learn how to destabilize and ignore the narcissist and not react to all their buffoonery because they are lunatics and they don't care what type of attention they get. They don't care if it's good attention or bad attention as long as you are giving them some attention. They feed off of that shit. They thrive off of it. They need that like you need air. Cut off their air supply. Do it fast and do it quick. And you'll see how quick that narcissist will leave you the hell alone. So with that being said, wishing you nothing but love and light and strength because you're going to need it. Be blessed.